Let me, let me say for the record, because we, we just jump right into it. We don't waste time at all, Sean Spicer. Wow. There's, no, there's no time to waste time. Mazel Tov on the new show with Newsmax. Excited. Yeah. Did you ever see yourself, of course, Sean Spicer, you know him as uh, the former press secretary to President Trump. You know him dancing with the stars. You know him as, as a man who America loves to hate to love. Sometimes. See how I did that? Yeah. Just yeah. the other way. Do you ever picture yourself being a, a television host? Like, is this a, a path you ever thought was coming? I did to, no. Uh, but if you asked me six years ago when I started the <laughs> RNC, what any of this, I'd say absolutely not. I was attending CPACs and staffing people. So, um, no, this whole last few years has been a whirlwind. Uh, I didn't think I'd be dancing on television either. But And then when I got a nut show, I didn't think I'd last more than two or three weeks. So... All of this is new. I'm excited about the show, though. It starts Tuesday, weeknights on Newsmax, 6 p.m. Um, if you go to SeanSpicer.com, you can sign up, and we'll send you all the stuff. But the idea, Tony, is to have kind of what you do during the day, with engage with listeners, hear what's on their mind, and break down stuff in a more long-form way, is instead of telling people what the news is, actually having a conversation with them, almost like they're at your dinner table. It's and, and that is, I, I think, the thing that you should want to do. You know, there's right. enough people trying to play the, the hard news game. Newsmax is interesting, right, because they they've have been around for a, a short while. Yeah. They were able to do something that a lot of these other organizations tried and failed to do, which is do something called Get Carriage, which is be in people's right. homes. People think of Newsmax from the website, and sometimes they hear about Christopher Ruddy and things like that. Newsmax is in millions. 70 million homes. Of households. Yeah, you know, it's amazing. when you When I started talking to them how many Chris has you mentioned Chris Ruddy the CEO he has worked hard he's broken I mean we've got DirecTV Dish Xfinity Files Cox it's 70 million homes and and that's an incredible amount of reach to be able to do that and that's what I think is exciting is that we have an opportunity to really to grow something on this station now what I find most interesting is that when you talk to people and you'll mention a Newsmax or or One America News people will will question well how does that involve or how does that work with Fox and how will they treat you? I thought we were the people who said competition was a good thing. Right, and look, I mean, Fox has got millions of viewers every night. I have a total amount of respect for those guys. They've been uh, great to work with. I, I, a lot of the hosts are friends of mine. Um, but this, I mean, th this is where a country of, you know, what, 300 million people. Uh, so there's plenty of room for, for a lot of great things as there is for great talk shows. And, you know, it's not even, it is somewhat competition, but I also think that there's plenty of room for everybody in the space. Talking to Sean Spicer, Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, 833, got Tony, 833-468-8669 on Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. The question I've been asking here at CPAC, and you have staffed quite a few, you have done this yeah. work with the RNC, the socialism conversations front and center. And the question that I've been asking is, do the people here, these are the activists, these are the door knockers, these are the people who have been engaging these conversations for forever. Do they look at Bernie Sanders, do they look at the Democratic candidates and say, if they're going to play in the socialism world, man, Donald Trump's going to clean their clock, knock them right out in November of 2020? Or do they look at it and say, there's way too many people okay with socialism. We've got a real fight on our hands. We've got to fight. Unbelievable question. Because that's, I think, I saw this in 2018 where people said, oh my gosh, look at how much Trump's gotten done. We'll definitely keep the House. And, and you had former members of Congress that thought they were going to be safe that, that got defeated. We have got to get people to understand that you can't take a chance. You can't rest on your laurels. There are too many people that think socialism is okay. There are too many people who stand up and say, we've got to help the people of Venezuela and Cuba, but bring socialism to our shores. It's amazing, and they don't see a problem with that. So 
I think that what we've got to make sure is that the people here get it, but they've got to remember that we've got to go out and fight very, very hard because the left understands what's at stake. And I keep saying that Trump's success threatens their viability. They recognize when you say, I'm going to cut taxes, I'm going to cut regulation, I'm going to do all this stuff, and you have success, it undermines their whole message of we need government to do more, you need to pay more taxes. So the more successful he is, the more it threatens their, their, their uh, basic viability. One of the things that we've seen over the last week is that the Democratic Party, it started on the debate stage with Michael Bloomberg. We've now heard it from Chuck Schumer. We've heard it from Representative Ayanna Presley. Coronavirus, it's Donald Trump's fault. He cut the CDC. He cut the funding. He did this, and now we can't respond properly. It's insane. I mean, and it's actually, but, but more than that, it's sad, right? We should be focusing on what we need to do to mitigate this as it comes to our shores, to making sure that people get the help that they need and then to do as much as we can in the prevention space. The idea that the first day out of the gate, everybody is trying to point fingers is ridiculous. That calling a disease that started in China, has gone through Europe and Asia, and is, that Trump's disease doesn't make sense. Never mind the fact that it's sad and pathetic. But this is further proof of we are setting narrative not telling stories that we haven't the russia story was a narrative story um coming back to it was a narrative story william barr needs to resign is a narrative story versus a factual story but, so is, but so is medicare for, for medicare for all and educ free education no one in the press stops maybe once in a blue moon and says there is no such thing as nothing is free Right. So when you walk around and say free education, someone's paying for it, and everyone lets him get away with this. They let Bloomberg get away with stuff. They let Biden get away with stuff over and over. For as much as the press makes about Donald Trump's mistruths and lies, what do they do? They ignore all of the mistruths, lies, and the factual errors of the left. They just, in fact, the other night on the debate stage, one of the CBS reporters, after the fact Biden was going off on something, he misstated something in terms of millions and billions, and the reporter said, I think you mean trillions or millions because that was, and he said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they go out of their way to help. help. Sean Spicer, it is Newsmax. It starts Tuesday? Tuesday. Super Tuesday is also going to be too. Super Spicer. Super Spicer. Is, what's the name? is that the name of the show? No, Spicer, Super Spicer and Company. Spicer and Company. I would have taken Super Spicer. I know, but it could be a Sean Spicer Super Tuesday. I have. I saw the Super Spicer right next to the Suzanne Summers Thigh Master at my local Walmart. That thing was amazing. Yeah, but you, if you order now, right. <laughs> shipping is included, and we'll throw in an extra sticker. Look at you. Look at you, Sean Spicer. Be sure to check out the show. I appreciate you taking the Thanks, time, Tony. sir. Thanks, Tony. Appreciate you being Much here. Much more to get to. I'm Tony Katz.